Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from beyond the dice. Welcome back. We play role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and more. Now let's get back to the cyberpunk adventure in New Etika. I'm Luke, your Dungeon Master, and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, a human warrior. Peter, tonight I am playing Spigs. I usually do that every night, but just to reiterate, he is the cool dwarf officer. I'm Trav, I play Little Moss, a half-orc monk. And I'm Levi, and I play Lokag, a Goliath meat shield. <laughs> Don't think of yourself like that. He's a meat shield who holds a metal shield. <laughs> yep. <laughs> really bad at dying. Like like a meat shield wrapped in foil. He's like he's a kebab. Like a like a kebab. I'm a kebab. Oh. <laughs> All right. People love kebabs. I had a kebab the other day actually. It was um it was really good. It was nice. It was it didn't have too much fat and oil in it, you know? It was great. Anyway, Tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, this episode, <clears throat> we are going to talk a little bit about our characters because we didn't quite get into a sort of the more um, meta, I guess, meta details of the characters of the show. We didn't really describe what they look like or who they are, what class and all those sort of things. So tonight we shall do with that. And since I don't have a character, I've... I'm getting off easy. Maybe I'll ask questions every now and then of the players, but otherwise it is up to them to carry the show. So first off, who wants to um, who wants to go first? I'll pick off lane. You pick off lane? <laughs> you said carry, right? Yeah. Do it. Go. Alright. Well, in case you haven't heard from my intro, but I am playing Spigston Denser. He has a family, he has Glist, Gl his wife Glist, his son, two sons, Gleam and Razor. Uh, you want me to explain what he looks like as well? Well, yeah. he looks like, he looks like a semi-old looking dwarf. Can't really tell by his age from what, what he looks like, but he's pretty much in his mid middle, mid mid uh oh man he's middle age middle age that's the word i was looking for and uh he's a you bit cyberpunk offlaning this hard <laughs> we got no support mate someone's backing me up um he's how old is middle age for a dwarf how old is middle age for a dwarf in new etica dwarves mm. will probably live to about two 200 years old or so, so Spigs is, Spigs, if he's middle-aged, is probably about 100. Um, so Spigston himself looks very cyberpunky dwarf. He is also uh, missing a few limbs and they have been replaced. He has no dwarf legs at all. He has these mechanized sort of turret looking legs that stick out um and he also has his arm or his hand I don't know if his full arm is missing but he's at least his hands missing he's wearing uh he normally wears like overalls sort of like a jumpsuit and he has like grey 
um, spiky hair that seems to continuously stick up and he's usually wearing uh, goggles that he uses to communicate and also to stop him his eyes melting from all the welding he does all right and so what what class is spigs he is an a triple plus even beyond maybe the s grade of class <laughs> he is uh artificer and luke has helped me develop that beyond the even the um normal sort of artificer class because we thought it wasn't very cyberpunky way it was so yeah he gets some uh, cool new features when he leveled up recently he obtained um a mechanical servant which if you haven't heard of the previous episodes is a giant mechanized wolf wolf e to be exact um and also he's upgraded his gun recently which is pretty cool he can now shoot multiple times he can use elemental blasts he changes the sh- he can uh, modify the chassis up so now he can do some much more cooler things in combat even do like i think what one of them is like a supercharged attack where he pumps all the bullets into one blast and hits everyone nice and Spigs has a few spells he can do because uh of his artificer class um what are some of the flavor of those spells uh so i only got here i'm not sure if there's been any more uh, i haven't checked the recently the update but he's had a few ones where he can create like little i think i've used them before but little bots where he can set up triggers where uh anyone coming to the area would set off an alarm it's called the alarm spell but um yeah he set up some little little like camera laser points in case anyone gets in the area uh he can fix up um bits of metal and cloth and stuff with or i think the last i can't remember the last time i used it what oh, we, mending yeah the mending spell yeah yeah last time we used it um i think it was more sort of like nanobots but probably not as super advanced as that uh, to help mend stuff the other one he had a shield of what's called arm um, spell a shield of faith that was Faith more in the machine more in terms of setting up these more little microbots that set up like a a, um, a field so they oh, yeah, would sort yeah. of go into like um each one would connect a laser and then that would create a field around the person or thing that you cast it on and the last main one he has just checking quickly uh, I don't think I've ever used it. He technically has Sanctuary, which I should probably use one time. Um, which is protects similar to Shield of Faith, but less armor, more protection from incoming stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's right. normal dwarf stuff, dark vision, all that sort of things as well, as, as normal. So who would like to go next after Spigston Denser? Oh, yeah. I'll go. Go ahead, Travis. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. You're welcome to go if you want. No, no, uh, no. You go, you go. Okay. 
So my character is called Little Moss. He is a level six half orc monk, half orc, half orcsum. Um, he is seven foot tall and he is quite young, still a teenager. Um, he has found the last few months quite difficult. Um, the newfound fame and renowned has gone to his head a little bit and he's tried to find solace in a range of areas mainly uh, drugs and alcohol and uh, they chewed him up and spit him out and um, he spent some time in rehab um, he's back back on the wagon now and um, trying to fly straight and narrow um, and so little moss is a monk and he was a particular archetype of monk, which after going through rehab has changed. So uh, what was the first class or the first archetype of monk that you were using? So I was the drunken master um, archetype. And um, if listeners, keen listeners remember, uh, there was a moment in towards the end of one of the last episodes where um, he was running away from the yakuza um in you know japanese mafia and um he was holding an object that got shot um there was a dark sort of mist that came out and overtook his arm and his body and um yeah um i don't want to give too many spoilers away but uh um, you're a playing mother now, the warlock aren't you uh yeah <laughs> you saw um, you saw we knew it yeah. I betray the group. You don't have to go um, into what the new the new thing is, but it's you have changed, right? Let's put it this way. Moss is feeling a little bit more comfortable in dark places. Mm. Spooky. Um, yeah, still keen on Danusi uh, and training the inaptly named Gleam. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just I do what I can to try and do the right thing and and follow the the right path. Awesome, that's me. That was Little Moss. So who is next? I can go. So, Cortain is a human warrior. Uh, he is fairly as as many human warriors probably would be successful ones at least. Fairly fairly big, fairly. Fairly muscly, not as big as Little Moss, um, but you know he can hold himself in a in a fight. So he's currently dealing with the destruction in the last season of the Aegis. So the Aegis was an organization which um, recruited and and created probably is the better way of, of putting it, Paladin. Uh, because you know, cyberpunk universe magic users are often kind of cybernetically augmented um, so they would help to create paladins who would try to keep the peace in the very um, lawless area of Darkhaven and so Cortain was a member of that organization but but never actually became a paladin um, which is something that, that's you know, part of his backstory which might may or may not be uh, explored later um, 
but right now he he's he you know he's gone on his own path. His father was a, a member of the, the Aegis who died many years ago. Uh, he does still carry his father's old sword and is never going to to give that up easily, um, eschewing all other weapons. But he does upgrade that that family heirloom uh, with different power packs, power cells, um, and he uses that sword in in his version of of justice. So he uh, is very aggressive, very blunt, and has no issue taking the law into his own hands if it means bringing what he who he sees as the guilty to justice. Um, so <coughs> death. <coughs> Yeah, death. Um, <laughs> death or cupcakes, depending <laughs> on on who they are. He's like he's like Santa Claus, but yeah. instead of coal, you get a sword um, <laughs> in your gut. Yeah. So and he's run out all out of cupcakes. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, he's he's probably at this point the the face of the group publicly, um, at least when it comes to. Um, you know, the, the public persona of the group. I think the Ultra Die felt more comfortable with, with him than a uh, than the little moss who, you know, went to rehab and and Spigs who um I don't know, he's, just has a gun for an arm. Probably. <laughs> who, do, who doesn't yeah. want a gun for an arm? A lot of people. That's why I think Cortain's the face of the group. Um <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's that's Cortain's. That's what Cortain's about. All right. What what was his um his archetype? Yeah. So his archetype is a champion. So Little Moss. I mean, sorry, not Little Moss. Um, Cortain is not the most sophisticated of fighter. So there are other other archetypes which focus more on being technically good, but the champion is just about pure savage ferocity and and just overpowering the opposition and that's what he's gone with so it kind of allows him to um you know deal more damage hit critically enemies e- more easily um and otherwise just stay stay in the fight for longer nice and we have our final character Lokag. so you've heard all his descriptions before but he is a big kid, and at this stage, his personality, he's a bit of a sad boy because he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's having a tiff with his brother, and he's just he's sad right now. He'll get happier later. Um, Goliath, huge, uh, grey-skinned, lots of tribal tattoos, and kind of like a, a junked-up chem warrior. So, yeah, he's happy. Um, I thought he was sad. As you knew, he was... Hey? Oh, no, well, he will be happy. He's just got to get over his little um, funk. Yeah, so he grew up in the wastelands. He's come to New Etica. He's a pretty heavy drug user, partly because um, barbarians are always like tribal, primal magic users. And in the new Etica theme, Cyberpunk, I've translated that to chems. Um, and also it's like it's, you get the pretty green color. So yeah. I've got a, <laughs> there's heaps of good characters that have that. And I'm playing, yeah get to check it out and enjoy it so as a barbarian he gets to rage and that's he just gets roided up um he's the uh what is he his archetype is the path of the totem warrior 
and he's the nice. barbarian. So <laughs> gets extra dam damage resistance and can carry all the things. And pretty well I've built him to just to be a sponge, a meat shield. So I can move around the battle fairly easy. I've picked a few um, feats that aid me in not dying. And not that we've seen him in battle really. He can still, like as a barbarian, yeah, barbarian, he can still deal a ton of damage, but I've got a lot of constitution. Nice. Um, yeah, I think we've gone into everything for there. So this was just a little introduction to some of the characters, little uh, deeper details on them. Uh, just because when we started off the season, I felt like there weren't, some details there that the listeners might need especially if you're new to the show uh, if you're starting in this new season um, there will always be things that carry across from the first season but the second season is a completely different storyline almost a completely different universe so that doesn't come into factor to this season too much but that's great um, awesome awesome storyline and it was run by Peter called Tree Reach so go and have a listen to that uh, this is basically the end of this episode we'll have another episode coming out soon which will be uh, the uh, I guess episode oh wait yeah we fucked the numbers up that's right uh, it will be episode 48 and it will continue the storyline of season 3 of our mercenaries going to track down a drone an ultra die drone that was shot down by what seems to be Yuntai gangsters. And we will see where they are and pick that up in the next episode. So, guys and gals, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sharing it with a friend. And thank you for dropping off my, uh, my floaties that I put on my arms for when I go swimming because I'm not too comfortable out in the ocean by myself and I need a flotation device to help me. Oh, hello there. I didn't notice you sitting and listening to us play Dungeons & Dragons for the last hour or so. Um, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for downloading this episode and thank you for sharing it with a friend. It means many to us. So, uh, you will obviously notice once again this is a single player episode. Uh, we will be having a group episode pretty soon, but Spigs and I, or Peter and I, will be doing a Spigs episode next, so keep your ear holes ready for that one. If you would like to support the show, head on over to beyondthedice.theprintbar.com. There's some merch over there, and it's not just podcast-related merch. There's some sort of other retro and RPG slash D&D-related merch there as well. Uh, not actual D&D merch because that would be illegal and we would be killed by Wizards of the Coast. Anywho, if you can't afford some sweet merch and that's totally understandable, do not stress. But you can support the show for free by telling a friend about us, uh, sharing a link on social media, that sort of thing. Uh, now we have Facebook. It has news and updates about the podcast. We have some Instagram shit, I mean stuff, which has some pictures of minis and board games and retro things. We also have a YouTube channel if you listen there and a Discord because we play some games. You can head over to our website as well to find out more information and all of these links and that's beyondthedice.com. Once again, thank you for listening to us during this devilish time of creepy weird stuff in the sky, air and handrails. Take care. Be kind to yourself. Bye. Enjoy. We'll see you soon. Peace out. Catch you guys. Okay. Bye.